Happening, everyone. Welcome to Paranormies Present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm your host, Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Reinhardt. What is up? What's going on? Glad to be here tonight. It's Tuesday, my dudes. Also joining me this evening, Otter Waffen Jack. Hello. I broke my phone screen at work and I had to spend 400 fucking dollars to fix it. I was using it as a flashlight instead of, you know, the one that we have because out of pure convenience. I drop it and it drops down the, you know, the engine compartment and oh. hits everything on the way down. And yeah. Uh, oh, that's yep. rough. Dude, this is why yep. I still have this is why I still have an iPhone eight because you can get a you can get a n- new refurbished one for eighty eight dollars. Ah. No, that's why you still have an iPhone eight. What's that for eighty? Yeah, I got another. I've had. Well, I've, <laughs> what do you mean? It's eighty eight and eighty eight. Yeah. Well, whatever yeah. it was. I mean, it was like ninety four <laughs> something. But whatever. The risk just, I took was calculated, but man, am I bad at math? I know, right? But like, that's just you know, that's the number that always comes out for some reason. But um, yeah, dude, that sucks. What do you have? Like a like a Note twelve or something? S twenty three Ultra. <laughs> Yeah, there's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping up with them Joneses. Yeah. 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 The Bergs, the Zuckerbergs. And the, yeah. Anyways, also joining us this evening from Metal Up Your Fash, Eric Heathnat. What up, dude? Not a lot. Just enjoying this beautiful early spring, I guess, here. Um, I don't know where you are, but yeah, it was warm today compared to like 37 yesterday. It was 32 this morning. It was freezy this morning, but now it was like 50. And then Friday, it's supposed to be like 70. Yeah, it was like 65, nearly 65 when I got off work today. So, uh, and it was 29 when I got up this morning. That's probably why I sound like crap. Shit, it was 18 when I woke up this morning. Oh, good Lord. You're um, a little further north on, on the continent compared to yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I'm going to say it was, oh. Sir not appearing or maybe appearing this evening is Grognak. He's having, he, he's got the wild kobolds at the house. So Ooh. they tend to get wild and loud and he's got a lot of them. So, yeah, he does. He does. He, he's becoming a professional kobold wrangler. He's going to have to. I mean, I don't believe there's a choice. Yeah. Well, eventually they get tired of just delivering leather to be tanned and they start revolting. <laughs> Poor guy. That's why I have to cast Hold Monster. Yes. What is up over on over on Pilled, over on DLive, and over on Odyssey? DLive scared me for a second. I, I clicked on it, and it was like, welcome to DLive. It was just a white screen. I'm like, oh, they killed it. And I look over there now, and no, it's not dead. We have uh, Jim the Madman, Cringigaiden, and Revelations over there in the chat so far. What's up, fellas? What's happening uh, we have 10 viewers on, on DLive this time, you guys. Early, we have 10. That is twice as many as we normally do. 
Or standard wow. five as each broader friend. I'm oh, part of that shit. and I'm over here watching the chat. Nice. Oh, you're on D Live? Okay. So yeah. Eric's Eric is one of them. Okay, fine. Uh, that's fine. No, that's still that still puts you at double. That's yeah, fine. absolutely. And then over on over on uh pilled, Ben is over there. Ben says, uh, looks like he'd be listening on his phone while the PC fucking parses the stream constantly. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. It's running just fine on my machine. It it could be that we have that ridiculous um what is it like ten gigabit fiber, whatever the ridiculous amount of ridiculous amount of bandwidth um but ben did gift the shades uh thank you thank you ben and also ranger billy dropped by and dropped off a can thanks ranger billy cheers and yes the kobolds are always rapping in the tunnels it's how they keep themselves busy they're they're rapping in the tunnels <laughs> they have well that's what ben says that's uh he, yeah you get to, oh, he, we go. get to listen. He, he dropped it. He dropped us a donation. We read his chat. It's technically a super chat. That's fair. That's I fair. mean, you Phil want finally us to read super back chats. up for me. Yeah, you guys want us to read super chats and stuff. You know, drop us a little donation. That's how it works. You guys know how it works. You know how it works. Anyway, um, why is the Odyssey says we're not live right now? Odyssey is big gay. As usual. I had to know it's not just Hook that has those issues. No, Odyssey is, well, I mean, you know, Odyssey's got the thing going on where they're not really, here we go, click here to ask the stream that's currently live. You jagoffs. But Eric, let's let's be real, Hook does have issues. He's that's just that's not true. One. <laughs> not always technical. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, I love the guy to death, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, don't we all, though? Honestly. Sure, sure. So true. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Jack, whose balls are you in tonight? Uh, well, I'm not going to give it away. Yeah, several people. No, just, balls. just, just give like subtle information. <laughs> um, I'm somewhere in the continental United States. Oh, yay! So he's I you were in South America year. last time. Well, that was the last time. Yeah, he gets around. Yeah, all walls are connected. I mean, via the tunnels. Thanks, yeah. Jews. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Jews. Speaking of thanks, Jews, have you guys seen Stu Peters recently? Yeah, what's up with that? Dude, Typhus, once again, Typhus called it. He gave him he gave him a Holocaust pass. We all gave him the Holocaust pass. Remember when remember when we first started like pumping Stu Peters a little bit? And everybody's like, Oh, he's a phony rapper, he's doing this, he's 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 a Zion he calls him Zionist, blah blah blah. But now he's like, you know, it's not just the Zionists. He's calling out Jews left and right. Um Yeah. It didn't take long. And I mean, in his chat, dude, the boomers are straight up GTKRWN right now, dude. It's, it is it is pretty funny to see. You know, honestly, I know it's all being put out there for us to see. You know, I mean, if it's on the screen, it's there for a reason. Um, but God damn, is it not, if it's not like awesome, just watch all this noticing and naming and stuff. And of course it's happening for a reason, but, you know. It's still entertaining. May it as well is. enjoy it. it. It is, yeah. You know, I mean, like, I'm sure people knew Rome was burning, but they went to the circus anyway. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. I mean, it only took, I, honestly, I don't even know how long until, you know, people started getting fed up saying WTF and started the Nika riots. And 
Constantinople. Yeah. Implying. I mean, implying that... Right. right. Implying. <laughs> yeah, implying any of that stuff is real. Implying that Rome didn't ever collapse and Rome is still alive. But, you know, it still is. But um, yeah, I've been... Dude, between, between Static in the Attic, Archaics... Um, who else is... Uh, Static's got some good... Um, there's a podcast called Good God. And it's... Um, it's uh you might like it reinhardt actually it's uh it's it's fairly religious but uh it's from it's from a kind of our point of view okay uh yeah he, uh static's got is he linked to it like on his channel yeah or? he's got a playlist he's got a playlist on his channel you might not like it but it's it you might be interested in it at least you might not like it but you'll be interested in it put it that way hey walking walking around the uh the hospital hallways and switching out 300 something computers for the next three weeks i'll i'll listen to it absolutely yeah <clears throat> what i'm doing right now i have act i mean i can wear my earbuds all day long now it's great i've been doing nothing but consuming content i've been I, the last two jobs i was on like I, it was too loud for earbuds and the one and we always had to have earplugs in because it was so freaking loud and then the one before that we weren't allowed to oh dang so, yeah so this one dude i mean i am I am testing panels. Speaking of hospitals, uh, it's a new hospital edition. Uh, there are 46 panels per floor. I have 16 floors of panels to make up and test. Good Lord. I'm going to be busy. For, yeah, no, uh, dude, we're going to be busy for a while, and it's great. I mean, like. That's a lot of panels. It's, yeah, but it's just, it's, re- it's you know, I mean, it's repetitive and whatever, but it's good, it's good, solid, clean, easy, necessary. and Yeah. You know, and, and uh, also I get to sit down a lot of the time, too, which is nice. <laughs> Dude, sitting down, bro, sitting down when you're on a concrete floor all fucking day, like for five minutes at a time, you're like, ah. but um, you working guys out there know what I mean. But um, yeah, yeah. Standing on metal decks, standing on standing on concrete, you know, you get your, your legs get tired real quick. But uh, yeah, it's pretty good, and I get to and I get to wear the earbuds, so I listen to a lot of content, a lot of content. I got some um, finally burning through my Audible credits that I never use. <laughs> Download, oh, nice. yeah. Download some audiobooks. Um, yeah, man, gonna be a good season with all this content. I'm telling you right now, if I ever get enough time to actually post the shows, good lord. Yeah, if some asshole work. doesn't, you know, he manages to do the Necronormicon and everything on time. Right. That fucking guy. Well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, that guy does do, is, is pretty reliable all the time and, like, you know, occasionally needs a break. So, listen, yeah. actually, everybody that, that guy does a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it doesn't just show up five minutes before the stream and play Call of Duty the whole time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are yeah, other bad. Too, okay. What's, what's that? <laughs> It's Hell Divers too, okay? Okay. I see. I, I need to do that, but I, I I've tried the uh, last couple of days. It's just been saying servers are full. I can't get in. Boosh. My brothers are trying to talk me into buying that one. Uh, it's amazing. I highly suggest it. Okay. And also, I can't really play it while on stream because you do need. It's you need to pay attention. Well, I mean, it's not just that, but also uh, you need your mic to communicate with uh, your teammates. Oh, yeah, and that's kind of hard to do when you're on a stream. Yeah. yeah. Understandable. Oh, you know what I didn't do, you guys? I got to share my screen with you. <clears throat> oh, move, yeah. Let me move everything out of the way. You guys can't see who I'm DMing on Twitter right now. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> I don't DM people on Twitter. Sliding into John Petrucci's DMs. Ooh, God. I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, for guitar lessons. I wasn't saying sure, anything dirty. Sure, sure, sure. But no. Um, never was really. I mean, I love John Petrucci. I love Dream Theater, but he's just. It's just too much. You know what I mean? It's just too. It's too much. I love Dream Theater to a point. But it's just like a lot of his stuff. He's, it's like shredding just for shredding's sake. You know? A lot yeah. of it. Which is which is cool, but also gets gets boring after a while, in my opinion. But that's you know wherever I go, I must also shred. Right, you know who Bernth is? Yes. Yeah, Bernth, like he's I, yeah, he's another one. It's like he reminds me. He's like a faster John Petrucci. He drills holes in guitars, fills them full of water, and then records what the, the guitar sounds like. Yeah, he does dumb stuff. Like I made a twenty-one string guitar where he just like. Added a bunch of rubber bands to it and stuff. I don't know, whatever. He does a bunch of weird. He's a YouTube guitarist, but he's he's he got to play with Tool. Yeah, in Germany. I so yeah, he got to go on stage and play with Tool. I was like, interesting choice of bands to play with. I thought that was weird. Shred guy playing with a non-shred band. Right. I don't think I don't think Adam Jones can shred. I mean, I'm not that he's not great or anything, but I don't think he can shred. Pretty sure he can't. Yeah, he just plays in drop D and weird time signatures. Yeah, he plays <laughs> right, exactly. Like uh Phrygian mode and drop D. That's pretty much it. There's your tool song. That's played what is that? That um we're doing we're doing metal up your fash stuff right now. We're gonna stop doing it. Took <laughs> <laughs> us off into the weeds. I know, get us <laughs> off into the weeds with music. God damn it. Uh Makes you want to go play my guitar. Oh no, God! I hope no one quits the show over this. This, uh, you know, talking about nonsense. You I know, know, right? Get, stop interrupting me, Jack. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit! No, right. no. Right. <laughs> so, um, the Super Bowl happened last weekend. Uh, we watched a little bit of that. We 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 got our buddy Pythagoras jumped in with a bunch of numerology. I mean, there was so much numerology. It's like. You need to be a mathematician just to understand what the hell Pythagoras is saying a lot of the times. But but afterwards, there was a parade. There's always a parade, right? You know, the winners get the parade in their hometown, right? And in Kansas City, they had a parade. You guys they had a parade. Would you guys, did you guys want to, you know, what, what do you think happened at the parade? You think it was just, just fun and games? Um... It's probably, you know, really successful. Nothing went wrong. Um, Black drinking, people on their phones. Just It was probably just a bunch of people enjoying their time and doing nothing violent at all. Bunch of, bunch of dudes just living in the moment. If only, yeah. if only that were the case. Um, oh, noes. Yeah. So, so two adults were charged in a deadly Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade shooting. One person was killed and nearly two dozen others were wounded. So we know right off the bat, just from this sub headline, we know the race of the shooter. Yes. They're black. Actually, though, the this is a, an update from today. There are two adolescents, as they like to say, oh. and two adults charged in this. So there's four people. Okay, so there's four people. 
Two adult men have been... I got to join Fox. Fuck you, Fox News. No, if you scroll down a little bit further... Oh, wait. Why did it do that? No, it's telling me... It I didn't gotta... do that to me earlier. That's yeah. fucking weird. It's telling me I need to zoom. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Fuck that. So, anyways. Yeah, so... Kansas City's not known for its gang violence or anything. <laughs> I can't no, say that no, with a straight face. Never. I can't say that with a straight face. Kansas no. City's one of the worst <laughs> gang violence cities in the United States. In these United States. Is it the the United States or these United States? I've heard both. I know. I'm yeah, I've heard both. When, yeah, and when did that happen? When was it? The, anyway. And how, by the way, how was Lincoln the president of the United States? He wasn't. He was only president of the North. True. Anyway, that's mm. that's a whole again. Listening to podcasts at work, I got a whole bunch of new stuff to talk about with the Civil War. You guys, sweet. Funnily enough, isn't it, have you noticed that when content creators who are in our sphere, our realm, whatever, uh, they all tend to find the same ish subjects right around the same ish time. Yeah, yeah. Why do you suppose that is, you guys? Well. So I think a lot of these topics are cyclical. They come back around like Tartaria, Preterism, Mud Flood. They, they do tend to come in waves, like hills, just over and over. And I think there are a handful of content creators that are very popular within their own circles, and they kind of feed off of each other. And then other content creators or people who want to be content creators look at that and they're like, oh, shoot, I could jump on that train. I can, I can get this hill now. Um, so I think I part mean, of that happens. Also, we our, are, to be fair, we are a tad bit guilty of doing that, too. We'll see something cool oh, sure. that people, right. We, we, you know, we've been talking about Tartaria and stuff around the same time. And again, everybody kind of found out about Tartaria around the same time, right? It was all, you want to call it the truth community, whatever you want to call what we are, what we're connected to. Um, we all kind of found out about all the stuff at the same time. Iwaranon dropped the same... You know, everybody started finding out about Iwaranon at the same time. Everybody started finding out about this and that. Uh, Howdy. Howdy might have been before a lot of other people with the uh, with the World's Fairs. But, you know, a hundred podcasts have done World's Fairs, ex, ex, you know, um, expos, uh, ex, exposés. You know, um, 20 podcasts have done uh, on-the-ground explorations of St. Louis now. So look at the old world buildings still not not because he's not my he's because he's my buddy or anything but lucius aurelian and old world exploration i think do those the best personally uh yeah and and, and my lunch my, my lunch break is cool he's he's a good one he's more um he's not as academic as say lucius is uh because lucius was a history professor my lunch break kind of sounds like like one of the guys i would see at work you know what i mean like one of, he's just one of the one of the guys that likes to talk about this crazy architecture that we see every day at work, you know, I'm in this building. I'm re- like, I did um, some work at 232 New Montgomery. I think that's this one, 222 New Montgomery, maybe 222 New Montgomery in San Francisco. And it's a, it's an art deco building and it's got the gargoyles on like the 20th floor outside and whatever. And it's got that lobby that when you walk into the lobby, it gives you that feeling of, we're supposed to be talking about St. Louis in the shooting. What am I talking about? All right, back to, back to, to fucking Kansas, Kansas City. City. Kansas City, not St. Louis. Kansas City. Same shit, just on the other side of the state. Really. Uh, right. I mean, yeah, both sides of the state right. have shit. So. Yep, <sighs> unfortunately. 
So, okay. So there was a shooting at the parade because motherfuckers were just so happy that they won. They got to bust a cap up in here. Well, yeah, they're trigger happy. Right. These adolescents, these teens. Were they teens? Yes, they Dreamers. were teens. Okay. So, Eric, tell us, tell us what you know. Okay, so what I found out from my brothers and my youngest brother's wife, who were all down there that day, is... Um, oh, they, repeat, they were actually down there for the parade. They were at the parade, yeah. Okay. They were... Uh, <clears throat> like, the way the thing was set up, it was at the front of um, Union Station down there. And... That is another, by giant... the way, another old world building. Yes, very much so. <laughs> uh, that's a place I need to go look at. I haven't been in there since my whole mindset on that has changed. So I'd be kind of interested to go back in there. Right on. But uh, yeah, they had this. They said it was probably close to a million people uh, along the parade route and also in front of in front of Union Station during that. Um, and where my brothers were, they were back kind of across the street because it was just so packed. They were just back in the back listening to what everybody was saying. And then they met up, got ready to head back to the car as soon as it was over. And all of a sudden it was a stampede of people. Like they're like, what the hell's going on? And they ended up asking several people. Most people didn't even respond. Uh, They were just running in fear. And they didn't even hear anything. They didn't hear gunshots. They didn't hear anything, which, I mean, they're saying it was a some sort of an AR-style rifle um, or AR pistol um, could have been cut down, which would have made it, of course, illegal, uh, no matter who had it. Good old um, SBR. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No and tax then, stamp SBR. And then, uh, I, I mean, there was no... Um, from what I've seen, there was there were no metal detectors. It was just kind of open air, show yeah. up if you want to, sort of a thing. Well, that's that's kind of how how parades are. I went to the yeah. San Francisco Giants parades the years they won the the, the World Series, and you, know, you can get right down to the street. You know, I mean, they, of course they have like they have like cops and stuff standing at the you know at the sidewalk. You're not allowed to walk onto the street, but you can get right down there. There's no there's no you know, it's just, it's it's open. It's public. You know, they don't. There's no metal detectors. There's no there's no gate to get into. You're just there. So that kind of that kind of stuff in a place like Kansas City. I was about to say St. Louis again. In a place like Kansas City, um, you know, got a lot of teens, a lot of youths together, excited that their team won. Maybe they see a uh, one of the ops. You know, they're all wearing Mahomes jerseys, right? How do they know that guy's the ops? Or Kelsey or whoever. Yeah, I whatever. saw a ton of ton of jerseys, but I would have to say probably majority of people down there were probably white. Because, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, majority of football fans are probably white. Um, in, in, there or in general? Just in general, most football fans are white. I mean, I mean... The country is majority white, but I'd still say I mean, that if, at least currently. If you, if you consider like fifty percent majority, but yeah, I mean, sure. But um, I don't but know. I, mean, I think every black that, person. I think. I think. I think per capita, blacks are bigger football fans. I think like yeah, that's possible. Like ninety percent of blacks love football. We're only like say fifty percent of whites like football. 
I mean, yeah, that's probably accurate. Yes. I mean, no, not trying to like, well, no, I get what you're saying. But yeah, I, I mean, saying. like, dude, dude, I've been to these things. There's, there's all, there's got to be black. I mean, it's in this Kansas City. It's a, what's, what's the, what's the demographics of Kansas City? Like, thirty percent, twenty two percent. Yeah, like it's yeah. probably pushing thirty. Right. So there's gonna be, a, there's gonna be a lot of that. You're gonna a lot of teens, and that's literally what it was. And you'll notice that nothing was said about this. You know, there wasn't any big deal. There's a little bit on Fox News, a little bit on the, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, but there wasn't, you know, it it wasn't like the mass shooting at Uvalde or you know, it was a white terrorist, white supremacist shooter. No. Yeah, it didn't even last 24 hours in nope. the, in the mainstream media. Yeah, <clears throat> as soon as they showed pictures of who did it. Yep, and they had pictures of these kids, and they were kids. I mean, to be fair, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm older, so everybody's a kid. They're, but I'm like, at, I think they said they were 16. Yeah, two of them were 16 and two of them were like 18. So these are definitely youths. They're yeah, future the, surgeons, okay? The yeah. video <laughs> of them getting arrested was on Twitter within like 30 minutes of the shooting. Right. And that's basically what killed it when that got spread around like wildfire on Twitter. It just immediately killed any of it. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, you you'd see it for a couple of days, but even after about twenty four hours, like you said, Eric, it it went from plastered everywhere to something you would see just scrolling down on the sidebar, yep, or in and, the bottom bar of the news. And it went from being a big deal to it doesn't matter who the shooters were, guns are bad. You know, they they even did that. They were like, we don't care who's doing the shooting; it's all about guns. Wait a minute. What? Even Kelsey. Kelsey had something yeah. to say about gun well, control. That faggot. His, the literally, funniest, literally funny by the way, Travis. Quote, by the way, hold on a second. Travis Kelsey is out, gay though. because Taylor Swift is a man. So, in case you guys this were wondering. True. Yeah. The crazy thing is, he had been asked about that quote like 48 hours before, or asked something about that like 48 hours before the parade. So it was like they asked him it. It was in an article somewhere, and then all of a sudden this happens, and then everybody just takes that quote in you know, an article and just blows it out of proportion, even though the article the quote is gay. Um, you're going, yeah, way to just use a random question. Like he would have never, if it wasn't for his pot surging popularity that's happened in the last year, he would have never only, been asked right. that question. He's only popular because he's dating Taylor Swift. It's he's not he's not a phenomenal athlete. He's a like neither is Mahomes. Like neither of these guys are phenomenal athletes. Neither of them are the greatest. Dude, I saw an interview. Granted, I did watch the Super Bowl. I was home on that Sunday and we were hanging around. It was shitty weather. So we made a bunch of wings and uh and some food and we watched we watched the Super Bowl stuff. We played played some games and stuff and then we we actually watched the game. But there was an interview we had the TV on. There was an interview with Mahomes, and this guy was telling him, "You know, you're one of the greats, right?" Like, it's so astroturf that they have to remind him that they're astroturfing him. Like, it's so bad. Like, that's how fake football is now. Like, you have these. They have to have these um, fawning ex-athlete journalists telling these guys how fucking great they are. Otherwise, they'll cry. I think yeah, you the know- issue. <clears throat> Oh, go ahead, Eric. I think the main issue is because I've been following them all year. I'm a football fan because I freaking played the game. Like, I'm not just an idiot who's never played the game before. Like, I've actually played the game. So I still follow the game. 
Um, but I kind of look at it now as like watching WWE. Like, I mean, it is. It's probably it is. predetermined. It's only... Like, it, you know, it is what it is. No, it is fake. I mean, it is. It, it There has been lawsuits that they've used their entertainment status to get out of lawsuits. They are literally an entertain, uh, an entertainment entity. And in that entertainment contract, it even says that they're allowed to fix the results of games. Yeah, what was that one guy that did that book years ago? Uh, the Fix is in. Mm. Uh, I don't remember who wrote that. I think Red Ice did an interview with him. Speaking of Red Ice, you guys, uh, Red Ice followed us on something. I can't remember what. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think it might have been Pilled. I think it might have been Pilled, which might not actually be Red Ice, but who cares? It was real in our mind. (laughs) It was. Oh, God. Um, Yeah. Ranger Billy says, I know that folks love their sports. Folks I know that love their sports are all mostly retarded. This is true. And Taylor Swift clone is a blood-drinking hermaphrodite robot. Now, there is a theory that these trannies that we're, we're calling all these, you know, everybody on TV is a tranny, right? As all the, you know, everybody always says, Johnny says every woman's a troon. No, just the ones on TV. Um, it's amazing how many times we have to reiterate that. No, the straw, the straw arguments and, like, things that were never said. Um, but... There's a theory that they're not actually trannies, but that they're 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 hermaphrodites. That they're they're actually like some weird combination of both. Because these, have you seen like the female athletes, like the volleyball players and the soccer players and stuff that look very masculine but are still female enough? Like that's not surgery. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Not like L- it's little column A, little column B. Yeah, it's a lot well, of column A, a lot of column B. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it goes back to the divine androgyn stuff that we've talked about right. you know, for the past and couple I, years, like with Mister E. And I do think anyway, who hasn't responded to my email? Oh, right in the fields. Um, Mister E, if you're listening to this, please respond to our emails. Have you gotten our mails, sir? Um, we'd love to have you back on the show, man. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'd like to speak to you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> I've been waiting, but you ain't replying. Have you seen? Have you seen the Chinese? How? Why Asians don't get uh, telemarketing calls? No. Oh, I'll no. send you the video. It's freaking hilarious. I, I need this. All right. Yeah, send it to me. He, Anyways, like, he, he like bullies the telemarketer back. Like, <laughs> I will take some notes. Yes. Anyway, um, but. Yeah, the hermaphrodite, the sacred hermaphrodite is a. I mean, it's obviously a thing. Baphomet is a hermaphrodite. Is uh, all of their all of their gods are hermaphrodites, you know, um, and these people likely are as well. People, I'm you know implying, but yeah, I mean, what what if they're not? What you know, they're not MTFs and FTMs. They're just straight up demonic both. I I find that very believable. That's that's kind of the camp that I've always been in. Is it's it's more about the androgyne. Like I've always said, they need both. And and I know Johnny, you agree. Mm-hmm. They need males and females. They do. They need. Yeah, trainees. they need the witches. They need. Yeah, they need all the stuff. Yeah, they but they have that divine androgyne, which we see throughout history. So yeah, I I I buy that. They are products of Slanesh. They're MFs. Motherfuckers. Yes. And also male female. 
Um, yeah, I mean, Jibba Jabba Jaga in the chat over on Odyssey. What's up, dude? Uh, says Mr. E tends to take some of the transvestigation stuff to the extreme. He's not infallible. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, you obviously haven't seen Horrifying Houseguest. I was going to say that. <laughs> like, like, bro, get on Twitter and check out check out our buddy Bev. I love her to death, but like. Wow. Yeah. But like, no, it, I get where she's coming from. It has to be all of them or it can't be any of them. Like, I think my theory is like where I do like, okay, so if they're in Hollywood, they're not they're not good people. Right. Whether they're eating babies or they know about the babies being eaten, they're in Hollywood. You follow? Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's actresses that I mean, have bragged about sleeping with demons and giving birth to their children. What do you think is going on with those kids? Right. But I don't know what I'm saying is not everybody in Hollywood actually eats the babies. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I but, see what you mean. But 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 everybody in Hollywood knows that babies get eaten, and don't call the cops. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so whether or not they actually do the eat, you know, you know where I'm going with this, right? Whether or not they're they're complicit, whether or not they do it, right? That's what I'm saying. And it's the same thing with this, and that's why, like, and and that's where, um, miss, uh, like like the horrifying house guest there. Uh, it's all of them, all of them, all of them. And she's adamant about that because it can't not be. And I understand her point. I do understand her point. And you have to understand that the Hollywood entertainment industry in general is a very small population considering how many hundreds of millions there are just in the United States. So sure, it could literally be every single one of them when you consider that the entertainment industry is maybe a thousand people. Right, yeah, I can see that. If you actors, popular bands, you know what I mean, uh, politicians. There's not that many of them. You know, there's what? No, it's true. There's there's a hundred senators, right? If they're all like, I'm just saying, how many actors are there? Maybe seven hundred. You know what I mean? Well, not- you notice you notice those actors, those bands, they all get switched out of popularity. One one drops off, and the other takes its place. Sure, right, the name right. may still be remembered, and they may be. Popped in the news one day again when they're like fifty and not twenty or but, seventy, right? And they look like Madonna. When like, look at that thing now. You know, I mean, like, yeah, but they're not. They're not at the height that they once were. They get swapped out. There's there is one taking its place. Exactly, exactly. And that's the other thing is there's not a huge stable of them at all times to go. Through. I think I honestly think the that the all of them, based on the amount of quote celebrities that there are. You know, in, in, even if you're including pro sports players too, right? There's really not all that many. So, no, I know I'm not. I'm not forgetting about everybody else. I'm just saying that Jibba Jabba says that I'm forgetting about all the extras and the crisis actors. But um, no, not all the A list. But even there's a lot of the B lists that are that are sus. Um, Do they get dead babies yeah. to eat as a treat? But then they get the scraps. But they then, get the toes. But then, but Reinhardt. <laughs> but then, our theory of the of the hermaphroditic ones, because they, like they don't necessarily have to be trans, right? That they're just born into these hermaphroditic families, right? Know? Which and, is why I've I don't think I've ever really said that they all have to be that way because you need A, B, C, and D. You know, you you need all the parts, and sometimes you need both parts. Um, 
you need all the roles to be filled at a certain point is what I'm saying. Right. Oh, absolutely. You know, you need, you need both. You need the male, you need the female, you need the, they need the divine masculine, divine feminine. They need the divine both. And you probably have families that supply all of them. Sure. I, I, I wonder if it's not, you know, written in somebody's you know, blood contract somewhere like, Hey, you need, you need to give us this, oh. this, this, and this, this is, this is what you provide. I don't know that that's how it works, but yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't, yeah. I, yeah. But how did we get on this? Uh, I was going to say, wait, we were talking about shootings and what happened? The, we were talking about Taylor. Taylor we Swift were talking being about a Taylor and then went down that rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, Taylor yeah, Swift yeah, yeah. being a guy. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah, I'll do it. I mean, look, I, I saw the meme today. Imagine winning the Super Bowl and then having to go home to clap those cheeks. It's the, the clap the two flattest cheeks on earth. Like Taylor Swift has no ass, basically. Fucking concave cheeks, uh, cheeks. None, dude. None. Like, like a couple of spoons. Exa- yeah, it'd be like that. You know, it'd just be like that fucking hollow sounding. You know what I mean? It wouldn't even be like it'd be an echo almost. Like it'd be bad. Like there's no way. Like it, dude, Oof. you won the Super Bowl. That's when you have the bony, the, like the hands. Did you see the hands touching his? Ugh. Man, I hope it's worth it, Travis. I hope it's worth it. You know? Is it is it better than the uh, the mulatto that he was with before? I don't know like, who he was with before. Was it a- he was with some half black chick? Was it <clears throat> was it at least female though? Is it easy to tell with them? Like I, I no. can never tell. Well, with the, with the mulattoes, <laughs> it is with the mulattoes you can tell. But like, with the well, she had mostly black facial features, so it's kind oh, of I don't know hard to was. tell. She- I don't have any idea who she was. So. But Taylor Swift, like, I've seen broomsticks with better curves, man. <laughs> like, telephone poles, man. Like, huh. this, I don't know. I was watching a video, and, and it's like walking past, and she does that thing like Asian girls do where they come at you, and they look like they have hips, and then they turn sideways, and they they disappear for a second. Because they're two-dimensional. Because yeah. they're like two-dimensional. <laughs> you know what I mean? Blink in and out of existence. Right? They turn sideways and they vanish for half a second. Like, what? what, what oh, there she is. Okay, cool. No, but I think if the flattest back, the wide shoulders, the, the straight, deep clavicles, long fingers, everything about the older Taylor Swift gets, the more masculine she looks, and the more they got to pull the bangs over the face. A buddy of mine... Uh, from the IBEW I haven't seen in since 2018, 19, 19, 2019. He sent me, he sent me that meme that said, imagine you win the Super Bowl and you got to go home and clap those cheeks. And it's two pictures of Taylor Swift's flat ass. And I was like, oh, yeah, you remember when I, when you made fun of me for saying Taylor Swift was a dude? He's like, yeah, that's why I sent you that, man. <laughs> Four four years later, he's finally on the train. He's like, yeah, dude. You guys remember that, right? And I was working up in Toledo back in like 2019. And I was like, the guys are all making fun. That's when we first started getting into the transvestigation stuff, 2019. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. And like I was watching it. I, I would watch it like because, you know, I'm at lunch and I'm by myself. So I'm watching my videos and whatever. And my buddy's sitting across from me. He's like, we always sit in the same spot at lunch. He's like, what are you watching? I was like, well, that's when Cash was sending us these videos. 
I was like, oh, my buddy, my buddy Cash is sending me these videos talking about Taylor Swift is a dude. And he's like, and this guy stands up. He's like, this guy thinks Taylor Swift is a dude. And everybody's like, ah, ha, 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 you know, right? Ah, this guy thinks Taylor Swift is hot, you homo. You know, and I'm like, if you only knew who the homo and who's was. the homo now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, he texts me today. He sends me that text. He sent me that picture today. And I was like, yeah, you remember when you? he's like, yeah, that's why I sent you that. You were right. Hey, hey, bro, can I get my F card so I can call people faggots now? I mean, you are gay and all. Right. <laughs> uh, he was like, nah, you were right. That's a dude. That's a dude. You the when you wish upon a star music yeah. from the well, Super Bowl commercial. He followed it. He followed it up with one with her with her Adam's apple and some other one with an Adam's apple, and it had the He Man. Remember, kids, she has an apple. She has a banana. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, dude, I fucking told you. They hated him because he spoke the truth. That's right. Taylor Swift barely, is a man. Barely, I say unto you, Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift is, is a man. Dude. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame that he has to die. <laughs> yep, there's somebody get a ladder and a pair of pliers. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm listen, I'm stealing old jokes that nobody's ever heard, so it's fine. It's okay. It's recycling, you know, good for the planet. Oh, it is recycling. Something. It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's how it works. There's nothing yeah. nothing new under the sun, right? All right. Nope. Um so the teens, so what did your what did your family see other than people running, Eric? Funny enough, they were in a they were in a spot where they were dealing with seeing people having medical issues from the running and so, like they said they saw people that were having seizures. What? Uh, that people were just walking over like people just in fear, like having these medical issues because of the, what they were being told and people were have like uh, anxiety attacks, all sorts of crazy shit going on. And people were just like basically leaving them behind just running. So which they said was fucking terrifying enough that if you see a whole like, crowd of people running from something, yeah, it's, it would be fucking terrifying. Right. And then you see them just, like there were people saying that their kids were getting trampled and somehow didn't die. Like it, it, that's a miracle in itself. But uh, apparently, it was there were there were some things early on. Some of the early stories I was hearing that made me think this was completely fucking fake and gay. <laughs> um, because people were saying they thought they were hearing gunshots coming from inside the uh, from inside Union Station. Which I'm like, that's where the fucking players were. That doesn't make any sense. But if yeah. that's what they were hearing, that's kind of weird. And then within probably four or five hours, I was, uh, no, this was just pavement apes being pavement apes, I guess, and just being stupid. Um, Local fauna doing what it does best. Exactly yeah. right. I have. A, um, go ahead. No, no, no. It's not like that's. Yeah, just like, and that's how you know that's the kind of people that it was, is because. Is because it's it's gone from the news and nobody said anything, you know. Exactly right. Um, good thing is uh, it was announced today that the twelve uh, patients that were in Children's Mercy, which means it was like below eighteen years of age, uh, they were all released from the hospital today. Yes. So they no none of them died, which is good news. Um. There apparently one of the uh, one of the things that was said was that one of the people that was shot, um, one of the I guess it would be one of the um, 
one of the suspects was like shot in the jaw. Someone said that it like shot him in the jaw and his like mouth was hanging all fucked up. And then he just started spraying bullets. Like there were just two people shooting at each other. And it was like fucking weird. Um, apparently the one that was like the one big bad thing that I heard. Um, I hadn't really been able to find that in an article, but I saw it in a video. Here's Someone the, mentioned here's the, the article about the patient's discharge from children's. Yep. 12, 12 kids were shot and they 12 kids were, were all shot. discharged. 12 kids. Yeah, luck, luck, 22. I mean, you know, again, people, that's, yeah. that's how, you know, 22 people were injured. Only two people died. I, I, it just makes me think of the whole uh, boondocks uh, nigga moment thing. <laughs> yeah. Like his jaws like hanging off after getting shot and he just starts blasting wildly. Like that's a certified nigga moment. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it was, uh, I think they said one person died, and it was a DJ from the Hispanic radio station. Um, the person who got shot in the mouth didn't die, which is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, they said he started spraying off shots, and he was the one that probably did the most damage, because apparently the other guy just shot him and took off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just fucking awful and then then for everybody to it just turned into as we would expect in the cesspool known as twitter uh turned into nothing more than gun grab rhetoric that was just copy pasted by probably ai um because it was all the same words verbatim over and over and over and over again well the mainstream media and again you know um from the chat a parade with the pa system gives them perfect opportunity to broadcast gunfire and send people into a panic could have just been didn't do nothings but the footage witnesses and details are kind of sketchy could just be the mainstream media covering for them though uh yeah the mainstream media is going to cover for the teens every single time that's how it works if it was if it was teens it's going to get covered up and, and pushed to the side if it was if it was if there was anybody white involved whatsoever on the shooting side it's going to make major news four weeks we're going to have to have a congressional hearing about it yeah mm-hmm. so yeah that's yeah that, I, that's how you know i think the fact that there were i even saw other people online with who are getting interviewed that said that they actually didn't hear gunfire they just were but they were a some distance away from where the incident happened. And if it was, I mean, <clears throat> 22 isn't known for being a super loud round anyway. And if there's a lot of music playing, they had a DJ playing, so it could have easily uh, covered up somebody who maybe was a quarter mile away. Wouldn't have heard it. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah. You're not going to hear a 22. You know what I mean? Down the street. Down sounds the street. like a pellet gun, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's a small crack, you know, and, and down the street from a parade where there's maybe a million people, everybody's screaming. They might see Tay Tay, they might see Tay Tay with 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 Travis. You know, they're gonna scream. So yeah, there's a good chance that nobody did hear it shooting. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm smashing X on anyone even hearing that shit personally. Yeah, with all the it, other background it, noise and how quiet a 22 is. Right. And it gives you just the perfect example of like, it's like stampeding 
mentality, like a bunch of people running, saying one thing, everybody's oh. just going to run and oh. not even think about it until they get away from what they hear is danger, even if they didn't hear it. Right. Um, DJ one thing Lisa I thought was Lopez. Oh, no. Oh. DJ Lisa Lopez, host of Taste of Tejano, was killed in the shooting. Oh, no. Oh, yep. She was so, the one that was killed. Yeah. So was it only her or what was the final quote body count? It's a uh, 22, 22 injured, injured two killed one dead or one dead. I'm sorry. Just just the DJ. So I'm thinking maybe this was just an assassination. Really? No, no. Somebody, an ex-boyfriend didn't black like on anymore. brown assassination. I don't know. I don't know. We, we, we don't know. I don't know, dude. But I mean, I've never listened to that radio station, so I wouldn't even know who the heck she was. Right. But everybody, of course, obviously, obviously, you know, uh, they're all everybody's deeply saddened, deeply saddened by the shooting. It was a picture of people running. That is not a picture I don't want to be remembered by right there. Sorry, kid. No, that Sorry, guy looks kid. like he yeah. literally just shit his pants and is right. running for his life. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. People after the first shots were fired, like people are there's there's people down. I mean, this kind of looks like the. I don't know. I don't want to say the Boston bombing thing, but then again, the Boston bombing thing was actually like, you know, there were there were uh, foreigners that were involved with that and stuff. These are just teens. So urban youth, urban youth. Yep. So I don't know, man. Seems like some pretty standard Kansas and, City and stuff. And just to show how, yeah, it is. Um, but. uh I'm scrolling through NFL Twitter right now and the uh, whole Kansas city strong thing died. looks like on the 16th. So it, it lasted 48 hours on, and that was, that was actually them retweeting other people. Uh, they kind of stopped posting. Yeah. They stopped posting about it on the 16th. Um, so yeah, it's, it's swept under the rug. It's just your usual, uh yeah it's just another black another another kansas city crime this like every other day yep i heard somebody say i heard somebody say last time last time i was working in ohio they were like well you know they don't report on all the guns on all the shootings in uh you know in columbus anymore i was like well that's probably because it happens every day he's like well it does happen every day Mm -hmm. i'm like well that's why they don't report on it anymore exactly yeah it's just like I like, mean, this is like in Lebanon. There's there's bombings every day in Lebanon, pretty much, right? I mean, the Israelis just bombed them yesterday, but I mean, nobody talks about the bombings in the Middle East anymore because it happens every fucking day. It's like, oh boy, uh, water's wet, guys. Breaking news. Like right. nobody cares. Right. House Jeep just dropped by the chat and gifted a ship. Thank you, House Jeep. My nibba. Yes. And I will say this isn't the first Super Bowl parade to have an issue in Kansas City. There was one last year as well. Oh. Um, a person drove through, um, almost made me think of like the Christmas Day shit in Wisconsin. Guy wow. drove through. Luckily, no one was injured, but there was like a high speed chase that led through the parade route. So, I mean, I mean, that's not uncommon in Kansas City either. People driving like idiots and running away from the cops and everything else, too. Right. So and I've seen I mean, I've seen the world star videos of people at gas stations playing fucking bumper cars because they're mad. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, in that area of Kansas City, luckily, I mean, luckily for all the people there, the sun was up. <laughs> because I've been down there at night and it's don't stop. It's like you hear about St. Louis, you hear about there's, yeah, it's like that down there as well. If you're oh, yeah, driving dude. through, I mean, keep yeah. your head straight and don't look off to the side. Don't make eye contact with anybody. Just go. Oakland. Like, I was out in Oakland. So, yeah, I know all about that. The Wild West. Two cops roll up on a bunch of people doing a sideshow. 30 people pull guns on the cop. Cops, what's the cop going to do? See you later, guys. Yeah, no shit. Yep. And, like, think about it. A million people in downtown Kansas City for a parade. And they have 800 police officers. What are you going to do? Also, another thing came out. I think it was yesterday. Nothing really crazy, but uh, Governor Parsons, uh, they asked him about it. And he used the term that might have made the the Negroid mayor of Kansas City mad. He used the term thugs, which immediately made the mayor go, Hey, that's a right wing dog whistle. You shouldn't be calling people that. I mean, and what are they? They showed up to a fucking parade with an AR and shot people. What do you call those? They're not fucking church going kids, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's right. like, but he's but it's an election year and he's trying to get the black vote, even though he's already black, so you got the black vote. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. So um yeah. Anyway. Nothing nothing spoopy. Really about that? Nothing spoopy. At, when I initially sent you the message, I was still kind of on the fence about it being spoopy, and then things came out. I was like, "Oh shit!" Nah. Well, I guess it's just pavement apes being pavement apes. It's it just, is what it is. It's just regular, regular. Yeah, just niggas being niggas. Unfortunately, that's right. Unfortunately, all right. Moving on. Uh, is this thing not? It's not downloaded. Damn it! Ah, uh, come on. Do the bit. Done. Open. Can you guys see that? Is it on the? Is, yep. it, is it on the yep. screen though? Yeah. All right. Let me. Let me. I'm gonna have to save it to. Is it not showing up on the? No, it's not showing up on the on this on the stream. I gotta show it up on the stream. I gotta get on the stream. Hold on a second. Um, let me. Capture window. There it is. All right. All right. We're going to watch this. One of the most common questions I get on the street or online is Am I really Alex Jones or am I Bill Hicks? I've decided today to go ahead and reveal my true identity. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. This information is going to change the world. Are you rolling? You ready for this? I can't believe it's come to this, but they cornered me. I've got to be honest. It's gotten too big. I've just got to admit it right now. Okay. Okay. This is just really hard for me to do. I've been doing this so long. It's, it's hard to give up. 
give up on my character and go back to who I really was. You got me, okay? Are you happy now? You bastards. Yes, I am Bill Hicks. Or to be more accurate, you didn't get it all, did you? You didn't get the full conspiracy. I played the character, Bill Hicks, for 15 years with my accomplice, Kevin Booth. And we fooled you all. The master actor, the master genius. And then I decided to bring forward an even more incredible persona, that of Alex Jones. But here's where the rest of the story comes in. For 20 years, I've been Alex Jones. Since we staged my death in the early 1990s. The truth is that Bill Hicks himself never existed. And now I'm going to reveal my true identity. After close to 35 years in a fake persona of one type or another, I'm going to revert to my original true self raised in London, England. I am David Mendelssohn. To be quite clear, David Mendelssohn III, the master orator, an expert of every form of Shakespearean art, but also the ability to physically take on the aspects of the personality or character that I am becoming. I am 78 years old, but only appear to be 45. Yes, there's some prosthesis and makeup involved, but overall, it is the skill that I bring, similar to the great Shakespeare, able to write in voluminous volumes, that the public could not believe that one man was able to contain it. But at this point, I now go forward. We're going to watch the whole six minutes, you guys? I mean, we can. Actually, over here giggling. This is kind of funny. It is. It's funny. It's just. It's just proving that the man's an actor is what he's doing. Yeah. 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 I mean, humiliation. It's this humiliation ritual. This is Alex Jones, Bill Hicks, David Mendelssohn the Third, um, just mocking you, the viewer. Hey, here. Let's see what else he has to say. As David Mendelssohn, and I'm announcing my true self. And we'll be arriving in Hollywood, California next week for an official press conference to be held at my manager's offices where I will hang out my shingle and prepare to dominate and become the number one Hollywood actor in the world. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the whole world is a stage and each of us players upon it. And now you know the Alex Jones, Bill Hicks conspiracy in truth is deeper than you thought. So good job, chaps. You've caught some of it, but not all of it. But in truth, I left little clues here and there to convince you to make you research deeper until you found the ultimate truth. Now you have it. Is it not sensational? Is it not dynamic? Texas Monthly and other publications could not even begin to understand the true nature of the giant fraud we have wrought. But until my press conference, I will now assume the behavior of a character I fashioned after Yosemite Sam and John Wayne, the pumpkin head, Alex Jones. 
And until the press conference, that will be it. And again, if you're watching this transmission, you are the resistance. I carried on the charade for more than 15 years. Kevin, don't mess me up. <laughs> Known as Bill Hicks, I carried out the fraud for my accomplice, Kevin Booth. <laughs> hold on, I gotta say it better. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric boost. All right, we're not watching this commercial. I and he's got to throw the nitric boost advertisement. <laughs> I, I, thought there was, I thought there was something else. I thought there was something else. Okay, so Alex Jones, what do you, what do you guys think of that? What do you guys think of Alex Jones doing the, I'm not really even Alex Jones, I'm David Mendelssohn the third. Like, it's like admitting it. It's just like, ha, 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 it's totally fake, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all a bit, but it's yeah. not actually. It's not, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. I mean, is this, what is he doing? What is he doing? What is, what is Alex doing? I mean, I'd say probably the only or the most likely purpose this could serve is humiliation and further degradation of those theories that his graduated animal farm cannot allow that they, they have to ridicule. Right. So they're just going to, that's, they're just going to make fun of people. Like, no, it's not. And honestly, like really looking at, there's a lot of similarities and I do see it. Um, but I don't. I don't know that this guy is the same Alex Jones, though. Have you looked at the, Have you looked at this one compared to the old one? He's he's basically doing what he's always done. He's making fun of conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. kind of that's kind of what he does. He's the um, he's the Mark Sargent of of all conspiracy theorists. Like Mark Sargent is the buffoon of. Um, of flat earth. Alex Jones is just the master buffoon of all conspiracy theories. You know what I mean? Like people, people hear the name Alex Jones. And if they know who he is, there's two reactions. Oh, I know who that is. They go, Oh geez, that guy. Right. Because you know, they're making human pig gum ears up on the ISS. Uh, 1776 will commence again when he's in public. Right. You know, or they see the memes. Like, I gotta tell you, I'm a little bit retarded. Like, it's his job. It is literally his job is to be the big buffoon conspiracy guy. Like, just like Mark Sargent was with, is for the flat earth community. David Weiss, too. Even though David Weiss goes a little bit further into our realm, but is still, you know, terrible. (laughs) Just awful. It was awful. Awful, I tell you. I know. <laughs> Don't have the tuna salad. It was awful. Um. Yeah. So Alex Jones is is pulling a double back psyop reverse something. The double back gammon, right? Whatever, whatever. 
I don't know. Like, what, what do you th- what do you think the point of him coming out and doing something like this is? Honestly, like I I was a little I saw it. And I got tagged. I got tagged in like like three things, and I was like, okay. So I looked at it, and I was like, okay, what's he doing? All right, we're doing okay. We're doing this again, and then he does the thing at the end where he's like, you know, shows the outtakes. He's clearly acting. I mean, have you ever seen the videos of him walking around the uh, the studios in Austin and doing like prank phone calls with the different voices? Yeah, those yeah. were from years ago. Right, from years ago. But and for, it was young Alex Jones. But uh, he, um, from the what do you call it? From the TV station that he used to. Um, what's the fucking the kind of TV station is called the. Like the public, public access, broadcasting. The public access sure. television, yeah. Yeah. It's called public ask access because anybody can do it. Anybody from the public can make a TV show. It's public access, right? So that's supposedly where it came from. Um, but he he would and he used to do like prank calls with different voices. And one one of his voices from the bottom, you know, the big bottom to the hell I am from I don't know. You know, it's like you see him do the uh, David, whatever the hell his name was just now, Stone, whatever. Uh, and he's acting. He's clearly acting. You know, he went to court for his divorce and he told the judge that Alex Jones is a character that he plays. So if Alex Jones is a character that he plays, who the fuck is he really? Is he Bill Hicks? It's like is those Bill Russian Hicks? dolls. Right. I mean, it's turtles all the way down, Jack. Yeah. Anyway, Alex Jones. Good lord. The conspiratorial of all. If, listen, if it wasn't for Alex Jones and a lot of those other guys back in the day, I wouldn't even be here. You know, Henrik for one. Henrik and Red Ice. If it wasn't for Henrik and Red Ice, Henrik's not a Fed, by the way. You fucking faggot. Yeah, what the fuck was that shit? I don't know. I don't want to get into that. We'll do that on Thursday. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a different show. Those are for other kids. Yeah. Um, but if it wasn't for Alex Jones and Henrik and Freeman Fly and Michael Tassarian and, um, geez, who else? But like mostly Red Ice, you know, on, to be honest, mostly Red Ice. And Alex Jones. That was like my big three. Um, Alan Watt from from Canada. Alan Watt. Uh, those are that's my. I listen to four podcasts all the time. And whatever Mark, what was Mark Passio's podcast? Um, Mark Passio he did like nine thousand episodes of a podcast. But I listen. I, I used to try to listen to his. But if it wasn't for Red Ice and the diversity of speaking of diversity they had diversity they were the first very diverse podcast they had any conspiracy theory any conspiracy theorist any sort of weird oddity type guest whatever book anything they would henrik would have it on it was awesome it was like the wild west of conspiracy theory times it was great I'm yeah. trying to remember when it was that I had I had a a subscription from through them for about a year. Oh, I subscribed to them from like <clears throat> 2008 or nine until I actually got 
a free subscription for being on the show. Like, oh, there you go. When I was, yeah, when I did, I did, a, I did an episode of Red Ice back in 2015. It's called the Red Pill Process. Yeah, I listened to that yeah. when you uh, posted the link the other day, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I, there was no paranormies at that point. No, it was just me, and I was just talking, and I wasn't that good at doing it. But it wasn't bad. Was it bad? No. All right. Um, but. You don't have to say that because you're on the show, but like, no, I'm just being <laughs> honest with you. I'm just like, the only thing that's different from then to now is like mic quality, really. Like, you could tell you didn't have the mic you have now, right? Right. Well, this is this is actually, this is, uh, I think I did that one on my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did that one on my phone. Yeah, yeah just like my first time on here, right? Well, now, now you can do a whole podcast from your phone and not even be able to tell. Yeah, exactly, because your podcast can, like, you know, do compression and add all kinds of effects and stuff digitally through the cloud. I wish it was like that on my first time. God, the fuckers. It was okay. You didn't sound <laughs> bad, Jack. I, I know, but I'm I'm harsh on myself. I'm you my biggest critic. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but, I mean, Henrik had, dude, I remember he had a guy on who said, that he was involved in a secret space program when he was a child, and they went to Mars, and Barack Obama was part of this program. I think I Whoa. remember that episode. Yeah, and then they, he did like he had the guy who wrote the pink the pink swastika about like supposedly the gay Nazis, which is like all about you know Ernst Röhm and whatever the Strauss Strauss rights and whatever. But uh, Ernst Röhm, I think no, Ernst Röhm wasn't gay. I'm getting it confused. Whatever Strauss rights. But, uh, and then he had on like, dude, Joseph P. Farrell. That was when I first heard about the Giza power plant, right? Like, well before Jason was probably, in, on, you know, sorry, Jason, you were probably still in prison when this was going on, like, because he was like, Joseph was talking about the Giza stuff and how how the the pyramids were machines. Back in like he was piggybacking off of Christopher Dunn's book, if I remember correctly. Who Joseph P. Farrell was? Yeah, I think so. Christopher Dunn wrote the Giza uh, power plant. It's an excellent book. Okay, then I'm conflating those two books because I have both of them. So what was what was? Well, you're probably right that he was going out talking about it. Oh, okay. Well, no, because he's got a bunch of books on on the pyramids. In Egypt, Pharrell does. Oh, Grognak, you're here. I didn't realize I was. Yeah, I, I, I've been. You, it's kobolds in the. Room, I am. Yes, you're sort the, of here. The Grognaks, uh, the, the Grognaks, kobolds are restless. So it's all good, buddy. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, I tell you what. Let's take let's take a minute of a break. A minute. Let's take a break. Did you guys? Did anybody? Eric, did you bring a song for us this week? Yeah, I got one here for you. Drop I'll, it I'll DM it to you. DM it to me, and I'll put it in the. I'll put it in the thing there. Um, I love that Eric always has a song. That's the best. Uh, oh. This is some uh, shameless self-promotion. This is actually one of my songs. <clears throat> awesome. So this is... Uh, it's called Imminent Danger. It's and- just an instrumental track from my uh, album. It's up on YouTube. Return to Innsmouth is the album. That, that's the album, yes. Yes. I'm going to put yeah. this up. On this I've listened to this. This is good. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm gonna put this thing on pause. 
pause. I I just know that's going to be good. He's saying, I heard the guitar tone, and he's I like, okay, he's like yeah. that's yeah. we're good. Yes, we're, this is this is <laughs> us. This is it. Um, yeah, we're gonna listen to this, and we shall return. And uh, let's see how. Yes, we'll listen to this, and we'll be back in well, how long? About six and a half minutes.
Well, that ended abruptly. All right, everybody, we are back. (laughs) This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. Um, Still Johnny Monoxide with Reinhardt, Jack, and Eric Heathnet. That was Return to Innsmouth. That did end rather abruptly. Eric, what's up with that? Uh, shitty production. <laughs> I I don't know. I it just go. It goes right into the next song. So oh, is that what happens? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll just blame shitty production just because it's literally the first thing I've done that I've produced and released. So it's bound to have little flaws here and there. No, oh, no. That was cool though. Very sludgy. I like it. I like it. I like it. So, And hopefully <gasps> by the end of the week, it'll be up on Spotify and stuff. I've just been waiting to do the uh, whole distro kid thing. So hopefully by the end of the week, it'll be up on all that fun stuff. Sweet, dude. Yeah, we will um, have to definitely check out the whole album when it's out. Is it, is it, is it up anywhere? Yeah, it's up on YouTube. Uh, the YouTube link or the just look up Shoggoth Sounds. That's the quote unquote record label that I'm just putting everything out under. It's Lovecraftian as fuck. So it's just that's what I had to go with. And it's also SS, which I kind of find funny as well. Um, and then uh, it's up on Bandcamp. Either under, I think it's uh, Shoggoth Sounds on Bandcamp at dot bandcamp.com, I think is what it is, or Tequila Lee, which is uh, the name of the project, dot bandcamp.com as well. Hmm. All right, on. They will, people will have to listen to this. Is very, you said it's very Lovecraftian dark right yeah it's there's no everything is instrumental just because i didn't write it to fit lyrics in anywhere um kind of the the riffs kind of give the atmosphere more than any words i could possibly have come up with to try to sandwich in there um but yeah it's it's in the uh description on the on youtube it has uh kind of what i had pictured going on during that scene it's a it's a concept through the entire thing All right, well, thank you for that, sir. No problem. What do we got going on now? Uh, let's see. We have everything's off the screen. Um, ooh, I should plug my laptop in before it shuts off. That would be good. Don't want to lose this like the this weekend. There it is. I don't do that was my fault. I don't know what happened. I, I, and it was literally it was literally only like a two minute bit that I lost, but it was just annoying. Thank God that's all it was. <sighs> so annoying. But fuck you, failed acidity. Guys, I lost the entire episode. I've done that before. <laughs> well, we we know that's happened before. I mean, it was like season one, but you know. Oh. Yeah. I mean, and it's a the podcast. episode that shall not be named. What? Which one was that? No, oh, okay, the Mother Teresa. 
Oh, that that was just a part of an episode. Yeah, I don't honestly. I honestly don't know what happened to that Reinhardt. That just disappeared. Dude, I, that fell into a void, and it'll it'll appear on your hard drive in like ten years. Um, maybe. I mean, I have a feeling that like that was back when what was that two thousand eighteen, right? Eighteen. Uh, yeah, eighteen. Eighteen. Two thousand six years ago, Reinhardt. Um, God, so weird. 2018, Damn. I was still drinking heavily and doing drunken podcasting. So there is a real possibility that I may have, in fact, accidentally deleted it. So, no, I'm going to say hard drive gnomes. Yeah, I mean, I would like to say hard drive gnomes, but the reality of the the of the thing is 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 probably me. So, see, you're both wrong. The answer is both. Yes. Yeah, sure. Sure, Jack. Whatever you say, buddy. Um, I was there. I was in your walls. I saw. <laughs> I witnessed this. Actually, Jack, you were kind of there, weren't you? Sort of you you, were, you yeah. were in the walls all the way back then. I, I, I was. I was active in the back when the Facebook group still existed and whatnot. Oh, yeah. When Facebook. When Facebook wasn't just a place to buy stuff off of. I know. I miss the good old days. Yeah, it's the only reason I kept mine as long as I did was just looking at, like, trying to get another car. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook. Anyway, we have some more news. There's more stuff. What do we have here? We have, uh... oh, our buddy is back. You guys, our buddy from the J-Post. Our friend Aaron Reich. Aaron. This fucking guy. Aaron Reich is back. Satellite the size of six tigers to crash into Earth's atmosphere on Wednesday. Oh, no. Six tigers. Not six tigers, though. Why does this guy do this? He's like, okay, so it's 2,200 pounds. Divide that by an elephant. Like, what? I mean, like. By 0.7 elephants is going to fall through the. A European the, the European Space Agency satellite the size of around six Siberian tigers is set to crash into the Earth's atmosphere in the coming days, according to the ESA. Satellite in question, ERS-2, is around 38 feet tall and has been in orbit since 1995. I so, love, I absolutely love the fact that Aaron Reich specifically said Siberian tigers, too. I mean, I would not want it to be a Malaysian tiger because then it would probably have to be like seven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if it was a um, saber-toothed tiger. Oh, then you're fucked. Then you're like, that's like two because they're so big, right? Yeah. So, I mean, luckily, he clarified that for us. So we don't, you know, we didn't have to guess as to what, 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 uh, what, species, what, what species of tiger it might have been. You know? Fucking swell guy. Dude. Look at this picture. Look at this fucking picture here. This is the ERSA's ERS-2 satellite. This high-definition CGI rendering. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the real thing. That's to say, yeah. Like, who's... Nobody ever says, wow, who's taking that picture? You know? It's always yeah. like... There's there's the picture. And what is it over? Like, was that like... A, what the fuck is, is something on fire? Giant is that pool like of lava? lava. Yeah, I was going to say lava and... The darkest blue water ever with a weird vapor canopy going across it. 
liquid hot magma. Right? What the fuck is this? Where is this? Where is this satellite flying over? What 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 planet are we talking about? Imagine the Midge. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. This? I don't know. This why. looks like you know what it, you know what it looks like. What does it look like? It looks like the early Stargate SG One episodes. You know where they actually went to planets that looked interesting, and it wasn't just a Canadian forest. <laughs> oh, Come on, guys, don't be mean. This planet has autism. So <laughs> this satellite. This satellite. Oh look, a Siberian tiger. Um, okay, hold on a second. We'll get to he that didn't specify full grown. Or we'll get. Though. We're gonna get to that. I'm pretty Ooh. sure he talks about the tigers down later in the article. Hang on. Okay. 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 The ERS satellite was launched in 1995, four years after its sister satellite ERS One. The two were some of the most advanced and sophisticated satellites of their kind at the time, managing to accumulate a wealth of data about the Earth. Thanks to these satellites, scientists were able to observe critical data about the planet, verifying the impact of climate change. In addition, they were also able to monitor natural disasters, no matter where on Earth they were happening. There is a tiger and a baby tiger. Let's talk numbers. In this case, let's talk comparing the satellite size to tigers. The largest tiger species of tiger is the Siberian tiger, with estimates placing the average male at around 195 centimeters in length or 77 inches. With that in mind, the satellite ERS-2 is around the size of six Siberian tigers. Because this is a man-made satellite, we know it. Also know the weight. According to the ESA, ERS-2 weighs about 2,294 kilograms. Now that it is empty to go back to the tiger metric. What do you mean now that it is empty? What do you mean now? What do you mean empty? Anyways. <laughs> to go back to the tiger metric that weighs almost 11 Siberian tigers. But will the satellite cause any damage upon reentry? The ESA says no. This tiger has no claws. <sighs> that was gay. ERS-2 mm. reentry is something that was expected, being the natural course of events when an old satellite is no longer functioning and no longer maintain orbit. Whoa, whoa. Hang on a second. I thought everything died and stayed up in space was part of the space junk. That nobody can see for some reason. Right, that nobody can ever see from the ISS or from the spacewalks or any of that kind of N shit. Never interrupts any space launches, ever, right. at all. Nope. What I want to know is, empty of what, though? Because it shouldn't need gas if it's just in orbit. I don't know. Now that it's in, if it's been up there that long and it's just now out of fuel, that's the kind of engine I want in my car. Right. Well, it's like the batteries, you know, the batteries that they had on the moon. Or how about the air tanks that they had on the moon? Like, I've gone scuba diving, and those air tanks are good for like an hour, hour and a half if you're diving shallow, right? Yeah. The air tanks they had on the moon like lasted like four days. Crazy. Fucking wild. All right. ERS to reentry is something that was expected, being the natural course of events. Okay, we already did this. Uh, ESA estimates it will break up into smaller fragments as it continues its descent, most of which will burn up in the atmosphere. Anything that survives the trip will likely crash into the ocean, unsurprising, considering that most of the world is ocean. According to the ESA, none of the surviving fragments will contain any harmful radiation. As of now, the satellite is expected to fall at 1.14 p.m. Israel time on Wednesday, February 21st. Well, so they bad. say harmful radiation, but is there an unharmful kind, according to them? I'm, 
I mean, like, I'm sure you could say levels, but like, right? Okay, I don't know, but also, boom, asteroid the size of eight Taylor Swifts. <laughs> God damn. Now this is hard hitting journalism. This actually, this actually happened already. This actually happened. All right, this already happened. This is late news. This is not breaking news. This is past news. This is old news. But great news. But great news. Asteroid era. Don't worry. The asteroid measured in terms of the shake it off sensation won't hit the Earth. It's not like everything has changed. Look at this rendering. That's that's an actual photograph taken from a Polaroid. Oh, okay. So, like, should we start playing Nickelback? Look at this photograph. Right. Yep. Every time I do this artistic illustration. This is this is the same guy. This is Aaron Reich again. Right. I know, I know. This is the asteroid guy. Oh, he does Aaron all Reich. these. He's the ones. asteroid dude. Asteroid yeah. the size of around eight Taylor Swifts is about to pass the Earth on Tuesday, February sixth. This, this is a while back. All right, this is a, this is a while back. What was it like two weeks ago? Taylor I, I Swifts. It's just. It's spot. amazing how it came right around. Well, I assume that's why he did it right around the Super yeah, Bowl. Look, oh my God! Look at that picture. Look at masculine everything. Gross. They could have at least done like an AI generated image of like eight Taylor Swifts like crashing towards Earth from space. Like at least do that because that would have been funny as hell. Actually, someone do that. Someone (laughs) should do that. Uh Why did we pick the... Okay, so Taylor, yeah, Taylor, dude, Taylor's just five eleven. Like that's that's a that's a decent sized dude, five eleven. That's a man. Look at the, everything about that is man. The neck, that back, shoulder, cheek, everything, the, all those bangs covering up that big male head. That's just a dude in makeup, dude. Yeah, uh, drag drag is getting pretty lazy nowadays. It's kind of sad to see, you know. Really is. <laughs> Very sad. Like at least right. put some effort in. Try to convince me. <laughs> what do we got here? We got NASA stuff. Oh, NASA's volun- wants volunteers. Okay, yes, NASA wants volunteers. For a year-long Mars colony simulation and has already built the base. You can check to see if you're eligible. Do not miss the deadline to apply, loser. NASA is calling for volunteers to live in a simulated Mars colony for an entire year. The Earth-based mission is due to kick off in early 2025. We'll see a four-person crew living inside a 1,700-square-foot facility. Just like one, it would be built on Mars. Four people in 1,700 square feet. That's kind of small. Simulated I, I kind of want to apply and see if I can, you know, become the Paranormies insider. And then also at the same time, all the guys that I, I'm there with be like, so let me tell you about Flat Earth. <laughs> <laughs> right. The habitat you'll be living inside is called Mars Dune Alpha and is a 3D printed structure inside the John Space Center in Houston, Texas, which is probably where the real people will go in a few years after that when they think they're really on Mars. Well, yeah, they need to make sure the set's good. 
Right. Well, that's again, again, that's what the that's what the uh, you know the space force is doing. They're getting ready to send people to Mars. Uh, the space force is part of the air force, which is interestingly enough, the air force um, were the people that were investigating all the all the stuff in Roswell. So. Hmm. Yeah, Air Force, like, Space Force, Air Force owns all the rights to all the machines that were bought by for excuse me from from the Boring Company. Um, what is the Air Force doing with all of those boring machines, drilling tunnels? Why does the Air Force, the Space Force, Air Force own you know is in charge of Space Force? Why does Space Force need to drill tunnels? Uh, Jews, because Jews need a tunnel in space or something. I mean, Maybe, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Crazy. I mean, like, no one can say I'm wrong. I mean, it's a possibility. Right, but nobody can actually, nobody can actually be like, well, he's right either. But like, yeah, they're, just, they're not sure. Yeah. But it's just odd that, you know, that, that the Air Force, the Air Force is digging tunnels and the Air Force is supposed to be flying and the Space Force is supposed to be in space. I thought space was out there, not down below us. Okay, but hear me out. What if we flew through tunnels? Bet you didn't think of that one. Is this the uh, the uh, pod racing scene from Phantom Menace? Now this is pod racing. Right, something like that. Uh, no, 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 we're not doing that. Um, Damn, we can't even get pod racing? Fucking literally 1984. So, oh, shit. <laughs> we were talking today at lunch, and somebody said something about... Um, about flying cars. I'm like, settle down. I say, he's like, he's like, well, we have the Apple vision, you know, we have the Apple vision pros, you know, and what's, you know, next is flying cars. I'm like from Apple vision pros, the flying cars is a large step, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We've been being promised flying cars for generations. We're not having them ever. Okay. I was like, I can give you two reasons for no flying cars, women and Asians. That's the only, that's the reason why we don't have flying. cars. Yeah. Imagine Asian women, yeah, driving right. these things or flying right. these? Wow. Or right. Asian, Asian women. Well, obviously, Asian nobody's ever played the game. You guys have obviously never played the game Asian woman old. <laughs> yes. It's a guessing game that you play with your friends while you're smoking a joint in the car. Yeah, you no, need the trifecta. Um, yes, it's Asian woman old. If you hit all three, it's 10 points apiece, but if you hit all three, it's 50 points. Man. If you hit, if you find an old Asian woman driver and you pick it off, you know, I mean, you have to call it before you see who's driving. That's the that's the rule, right? See, I didn't even know that was like an actual game, but I have done that yeah. on several occasions. Oh no, it's a, well, it's a game that Californians play. Ah, that makes more sense because there's a lot of Asians that could be old Asian women. You know, yeah, like getting the uh, Asians usually have to be closer to Boston. Ah, yes, yes, but um. I actually had somebody in the chat today say something about like Asians. You, did you see that thing uh, that I posted a while back? Uh, not, that, not that long ago, actually, but about the Han Chinese and how uh, the Han Chinese are just a construct of of the World Economic Forum, um, and that they took this amalgamation of a bunch of different tribes of. They were obviously they were the tribal people. They were. They were um, they weren't modern Chinese like we would like we would see in the cities or whatever, but um, they you know all these different these different groups of Chinese people 
that were not the same, but they all now all speak Han Chinese. They're all, quote, Han Chinese, right? They amalgamated everybody into this one, quote, race, where Europeans all all are different. You know, the, the Swedes are different from the, you know, the Swedes are different from the Norwegians who are different from the Finns who are different from the Icelanders who are different from, you know what I mean? And the and the Greeks are not Sicilians, who are definitely not the Maltese, who are definitely not the you know you follow what I'm saying, like and this guy got mad. This guy got mad and was calling uh, somebody like like a um, an Asian fetishist because he Fuck. was explaining because he was and whatever. Do do you follow what I'm saying though with the with the European stuff? Yeah, uh, the Europeans love their their uh, Europeans love their different uh, white identity, which is like why Richard Spencer's pan-European union would never work. Right. His pan-European nationalism would never work because Finns want to be Finnish and Norwegians want to be Norwegian and Italians want to be Italian and the French want to be French. And right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where where the Chinese were were a group of different nationalities that all ended up having to be amalgamated under communist China and become the Han Chinese. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I saw or like glimpsed at the post. Yeah. And the guy but was like, well, yeah. you obviously, where you, where you are in Tennessee, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bro, bro, listen, dude, I lived right across from Mingbrae. For a long time. They don't call Milbray Mingbray for no reason, dude. It is all Chinese. They're all fobs. They're all fresh off the boat Chinese. If you think if you think the Bay Area is not full of it, and you know, Chinatown not not you know, not counting Chinatown, there are massive amounts of, of Asian enclaves in the Bay Area. So uh, yeah, I've uh, seen it. I've seen the way that, them. I've seen the way the Chinese are. The Chinese in general don't have an identity outside of being Chinese. Where Europeans have the identity of yeah, I'm European, but I'm also French. I'm also Swedish. I'm also you know Latvian. I'm also whatever you know, Estonian, Italian, Greek. But they're also European. Where the the Han Chinese are all Chinese, and like they're not allowed to talk about their 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 actual ethnic ethnic roots and stuff. Yeah. And that was done on purpose. Like the Chinese were forced into that. There was a lot of um, the Chinese history, like the 5,000 years of Chinese history and all that bullshit. It's all bullshit, man. Uh, China and Europe got reset right around the same time. And uh, I can't help but notice you didn't say Romanian. What? You did, you left out Romania. Or well, even Romanians don't want to be Romanians. Why would I, yeah, I mean, why would that's, I? Why would that's I, true. Even well, Romanians don't want to live in Romania. But why that's would the problem. I, why would I ever, <laughs> ever bring up Romania? We're well, there's about, only one reason, but it's not, not something for this show. We're not talking about we're not talking about gypsies. We're not talking about thieves. We're not talking about vampires. And Skull's not here, so and Skull's not yeah. here, right? So to do the voice, and I'm not saying he's Romanian. I'm not trying. No, to... I, I can he do the voice. Spot on. I haven't heard that in a while. God, I need that Skull. No, when you listen, no, please. you don't. No, he this. doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, <laughs> stop. Um, but. But do do you understand my point though, right? How the European loves it's the European loves the European identity that they have, where the Chinese have been forced into this one identity that they're that they they don't they don't even know really, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, forced into this identity they don't even know, and then forced into the identity on top of all of the identities that have laid claim to all of that massive swath of land right. that we're never going to know about. 
Right, nobody ever is. Right, yeah. It's it's crazy. I was listening to uh, again. I was listening to a Static in the Attic post, and he was reading this book of this uh, this guy who was fighting World War Two, and him and two of his buddies. I think they were, I think they were fighting on the side of Russia, and they were they were hiding from the Nazis, uh, from the Germans, and um, they ended up getting taken in by some Slavs and being stashed in a cave. And in the cave, they were told like not to go. Told like not to go into the cave or too deep into the cave or whatever. And the one guy went down into the cave, and he found, you know, don't don't do the thing. Does the thing. Uh, he well, found, you told me not to do it, so of course I'm going to do it. Right. He found this polished obsidian pillar that is like twenty feet in diameter and like. 200 and something feet tall is huge. It was like a basically like a Prometheus moment. Like he, he ended up in this thing with like there's this cave where all this ancient stuff that was clearly carved by something, right? But it was all like covered in stalactites and and obviously been there for thousands of years because stalactites and stalagmites don't just happen overnight. Um but this is supposedly true and it's big in the UFO community. Uh but it's not like a UFO thing. It's 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 well, the UFO people want to call it ancient aliens, but it's probably not. Has to be aliens. But the problem, thank you, Giorgio Sulcos. But um, the problem, Reinhardt, like you were saying, the, the large swath of China that we're never going to be able to see. That uh, the problem with this story is, it's it's in a part of Eastern Europe, like Western Russia or whatever, that nobody's ever going to be able to get to. It's in like the Ural Mountains or whatever, because of you know logistical nightmares trying to get to it wait nobody's ever going to exactly? be able to verify you said the ural mountains i don't know I, i'm making i don't know the ural mountains I, I just those it sounded russian well yeah those are in russia but they're closer to the um they they divide the east the uh, european and asian side I, you may be thinking of the altai mountains out farther east in no, siberia i'm thinking i'm thinking west like in like russian europe Okay, so that that would be the Urals then. Okay, cool. I was right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was right. And literally thousands, like the the Caucasus. Caucasus may be what you're thinking of because those are further west. Actually, Caucasus. it might be the Caucasus. Where would Germany be looking for stuff in the Caucasus, right? Because the Ger- yeah, okay. okay. So so the, here's the thing: is 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 this guy was being hunted? Now he was he had been run away. He had run away from a battle. Him and his buddies who were wounded, they had escaped from battle, and um. In the middle of the story, there were German ski teams that were out looking for stuff. Like they're out, like so. The Germans were like, "What the fuck were the Germans doing way the hell out there?" Well, it was probably a Heinrich Himmler operation and the Ananerbe looking for something, and quite possibly what this guy had actually found. You know, because they were definitely looking for occultic stuff. Oh yeah, and there were Indo-European tribes there, and and people groups that exist. Okay, if you go by official like wikipedia narrative of like populations and and ethnic groups there are we're we're talking like double digit thousands of these people existing nowadays when these people dominated the caucasus from the north all the way down to what we call like azerbaijan and and the um uh, the fake country of azerbaijan what's that the fake country of azerbaijan Right, right, right. <laughs> I just um, I just say that to piss off our two Azerbaijani listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are, Schmed. 
at Armenia hey. and all those people have such an those people have such a freaking ancient history like they they literally trace themselves all the way back to Noah and these these people right. have been destroyed right like oh, yeah. you're watching the historical narrative be completely erased and glossed over Dude, I didn't Sorry, know. I didn't even know. I didn't know that until recent. Up until recently, the Byzantine area, like that whole area where the Byzantine Empire was, those people consider themselves Romans up until like World War Two. Basically, yeah, yeah. Like actually, Roman. Well, Constantinople was the, you know, the center of the Roman Empire for quite a long time. Oh yeah. Well, and if you again going by historical narrative official narrative if you believe it it was always constantinople it was always roman and greek and it was always like the center of the roman empire all the way up until 1453 and even then it didn't die well it was well, taken I mean, over for, well it was occupied yeah right but that eyes. was after the thousand years right 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 thousand years thousand years cue um, jerry seinfeld gif yeah right a thousand years and and people just and then the renaissance came along people were like you know what you know let's revive all these ancient gods that nobody's talked about for a thousand years. Yeah, nobody's, why not? Nobody's mentioned any of these gods. Like we shouldn't even have a memory of these ancestrally a thousand years ago. Like no, there's no written anything about any of these gods or anything for a thousand years. But we're just going to revive through our Renaissance these things that didn't exist for a thousand years. Literally, how does that happen? Like, did they have it on a floppy disk or something? What if they just took those ancient gods and put them over here? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, nobody ever stopped. What if we take the Greek gods and put them somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, hang on. Stop. Stop. <laughs> but, like, a thousand. No, I, I thought about this. I thought about this when I was, when I was hearing this. Okay. So in the Renaissance, Renaissance, they started bringing back all these these things, these these ancient, you know, they, they started painting with all these Roman gods, all these these statues and, you know, these carvings and all, all this art in the Renaissance, right? It had all these Roman, all this Roman pantheon of gods, right? That hadn't been spoken about for a thousand years. This is odd, you know. Hey, guys, you know what let's do? <laughs> Let's revive a thousand-year-old religion that we've never heard of because it was a thousand wow. years ago. What larpers, right? Talk about larping. <laughs> like, that's the ultimate larp. The Renaissance is the ultimate larp. Well, when you put it that way, I mean, write that down. The Renaissance, the ultimate larp. I'm good with that. Yes, new intern, write it down. <laughs> she best be writing it down, right? Oh, you gave it away. We have a female. And say who the she was. We have a female intern now. We do. Listen, you want stuff organized, you let a girl do it. It's true. And it's she true. does have a, a uh, nice resume. A rack for. It's true. It's been, for it's been two guys. hours and we already have color-coded binders. Right. <laughs> color-coded <laughs> binders. And flash notes. drives emailed to all of us. Or right. flash drives already in the mail to all of us. <laughs> See, you laugh. What? <laughs> no, no, yes, we, we're laughing now, but you know, I'm I'm laughing at the part where Johnny said girls are organized. I mean, my woman's organized. It's 
I feel like this is up for debate. It depends. It depends. It's on a case goal. by case. It is. It is a case by case situation. It is. Um. However, pressure's on now. Right. Pressure's <laughs> yeah. right now. No pressure. Don't fuck up. So, um, what was the show title I just said? It was part of the, what we were just talking about. The Renaissance, the ultimate LARP. Yes, the Renaissance being the ultimate LARP. Uh. Because all those Roman gods and all those Roman everything and everything they brought up about, you know, the ancient Rome in in the Renaissance, where would they have gotten the information to come up with all that stuff from? Right. There's no history books. You know, because the Renaissance was like when people decided to stop living in the mud. Oh, yeah. By the way, there was mud. Man, sounds like they were really flooded by it. They were. And again, it was like part of the reason why Europeans still don't don't drink tap water to this day is because the water was putrid and gross for like 2000 years almost. Nobody drank the water because it would kill you. So you had to boil the water or make alcohol out of it. Damn, I was going to do an epic rhyme and be like, because the tap water makes you gay or (laughs) damn. The tap water didn't make you gay. It just <laughs> killed you. Like, and then yeah. it's, it's funny now because if you, like if you go to Europe and you ask for like nobody nobody gets water. Only Americans get water when they go to a restaurant. Everybody else gets everybody else gets booze. Like you know when when I was growing up, I was always jealous of um, you know hearing about kids and you know my, my cousins in France that used to be able to drink wine. You know I was like they're drinking wine like they're like twelve. What the hell? Well. It's because they don't drink water because the water has always been contaminated. Gee, I wonder why poisoning of the wells, uh, dead mm. bodies, dead bodies everywhere in the muck, in this, in the mire and the, and poison, you know, all the, from the reset, all these dead bodies would have to, whether it was animals, plants, people, all that stuff gets into the dirt and into the water supply. Oh God, you're sounding pretty anti-Semitic with the the well poisoning. Well, I'm not saying necessarily. I'm not saying necessarily. <laughs> it was you. I'm just saying like a lot of dead people was you know uh, dead bodies in the river. But you know, so and and that was one of the things that um, I was listening to something they were talking about uh, when the pilgrims and everybody came across to the new world. You know, according to the new history or to the actual history, or whatever. But they didn't drink water. They drank booze the whole way over. You know, and when they got to America, I guess the pilgrims all were getting the DTs because they didn't have booze to drink. And the natives were like, just drink water. And they were like, fuck you, drink water. We'll die. Maybe that's why Jesus turned water into wine, because the water was undrinkable. That's one of the other reasons what people think that that might be one of the theories behind that. But, mm. um, but also... Yeah, all the the pilgrims and the, the sailors and whatever that came over with them were like, no, we're not drinking the water because they're used to the water in Europe being putrefied with dead bodies and whatever from whatever reset happened in whatever, you know, however long it was, you know, when well, whatever dude, they call the Black even, Death, whenever the Black Death happened, all the, you know, uh, there's 700 years of the Dark Ages and all that shit, like, you know, two thirds of the European population died or disappeared. So all those bodies had to go somewhere, and that was what, you know, uh, it's documented that the water would kill you. Yeah, man, even in, like, the 17 and 1800s, like, if you had a well on your property, 
Like, you're not that stupid. Like, an animal could fall on your well and die. You don't yeah. drink that water. Right. Right. You get sloshed on cider. That's why. Right. And they're like, well, well, you know, there's there's water and cider. Yeah, but you also the alcohol kills all the bad stuff. So That's totally why I drink, because I, I care about my health. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Definitely no other reason whatsoever. No other reason, no other reason. but yeah, no, that's that's how it works, man. Uh, I don't think lead pipes actually were bad. I think the lead pipes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe lead pipes were bad. Maybe they were bad. Who knows? Find a lead pipe, put water in it, and just drink straight from it. Use it as a straw. Just eat the lead pipe, dude. <laughs> just eat lead it faggot yeah just eat Wait, it and i mean like meanings. at the very least <laughs> <laughs> at the that very from least... a joke to a hate crime jesus <laughs> <laughs> at the very least you'll build a tolerance like right. you got a lead max <laughs> um Oh, somebody said, yes, Mark Passio's podcast was called What on Earth is Happening. That's right. I still have like 400 episodes of that that I don't have to listen to. But, and he huffs his own farts. Yes, he does. Boiling water doesn't get rid of everything. No, it's the boiling of the water and the, also the alcohol is the combination of the two. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, dude, that's all they drank back then, man. And then... Because, you know, it was beer or wine or the local alcohol, depending on what was what, you know, what was around, whatever grain was around or potatoes or whatever. So you had, you know, you had your scotch, your bourbon, not your bourbon, your scotch, your whiskeys, your vodka. Uh, gin was made from juniper berries in Sweden or Switzerland. Was A lot it Switzerland of people drink coffee and tea, too. Like that's Yeah, well, tea hadn't been discovered. Now, this is before tea. Before this tea. Is, yeah. See, this is why drunk drivers are the most is that impressed. Is a calendar race. I haven't heard of? <laughs> tea was like 15-something. Yeah. Right? Marco Polo. I thought man. we were talking about like like American Reconstruction time. No, 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 no. We're talking Europe here. But These Europeans are just like, they're just weird, man. I don't, well, I don't you got to think about this. Think about this. Think about this. Think about this. How much booze do you think it would take to actually get the American army to go out there and murder entire tribes of Indians? Um, you think you, you think you shit, can get guys booze to, involved? You, you think like, you can get guys uh, to do that sober? I don't think so. I think that I think that a lot of those guys had to be coerced with a lot of booze back then because mostly that's what you were drinking back then, you know? Um, you ever, Johnny? You ever see that meme about Europe being a refrigerator? It's like it's really cold up top. In the <laughs> middle, you have like fine cheeses and meats and wine and stuff. And at the bottom, you just have Greece and Turkey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect Thanksgiving dinner. Right Italian there. meats, Greece and Turkey. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm serious though. Like the whole alcohol thing, like they, dude, people were seriously sloshed for a good percent of the history. Because they didn't drink water. And again, why would they? Because water was full of parasites, contaminants, all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. Prohibition man was like everyone was like, We're all really fucking drunk. It was like this cumulative effort to sober up. You ever look into prohibition? Yeah. 
I mean, not, 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 okay, not prohibition. Um, I'm sorry. The, um, what's it called? The movement that came before it. Um, oh, um, oh. I can't oh think of the name of it. Temperance. Temperance. Thank you. Thank you. The temperance movement was literally because people were falling off their tractors. Oh, yeah. Well, and there were, there were situations, you know, I was, I was, reading something uh this was a couple of months ago on the subject of absinthe and its creation its popularity and how it dipped in popularity and people were getting so blasted on absinthe and other kinds of liquor mixing with other kinds of liquor as well and like going to work and there were times a guy a guy would be working all day just drinking as he's working um and this guy in france like came home and got in an argument with his wife and shot his wife shot his five kids like and that that was around the temperance movement. That was probably twenty years before. Absinthe. Um, yeah, Jeez. the Green Fairy. Niggas right. going hard. Yeah, I have actually have a I have the poster. I have the the original absinthe. It's huge. It's like it's like five feet by three feet poster. Um check this out, you guys. What is this zombie's deer disease? What the what the fuck is this? I feel like I've heard of that there years ago. There are no contingency ago. plans. Right. Oh, dear. Scientists are sounding an alarm over the spread of zombie deer disease. Can the zombie have a little disease as a treat? Uh, amid fears, <laughs> he can have a little smoke as a treat, right? No. Uh, amid fears it may evolve to infect humans, last, late last year, experts confirmed Yellowstone National Park's first case of the infection, officially known as chronic wasting disease, after a deer carcass found in the Wyoming area of the park tested positive for the highly contagious disease. So... Oh, 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 check this out. Now cases have been reported in deer, elk, and moose in 33 states. Amazing. Mm. Crazy we'll how bugs. nature do that. See, I, I've heard about this uh, zombie deer virus many a times, but nothing ever comes out of it. And uh, just like disappears and reappears like, after a few years, they just kind of recycle it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. This is like. Deers, what are they just? They get they just waste away and die. Scientists like, oh, my God, I ate this okay, plant because I'm a vegetarian okay, and all on, of a sudden hang on, hang on, I'm a zombie on. now. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Bottom line message, we are quite unprepared. An expert in infectious disease, the University of Minnesota, told KFF Health News earlier this month, if we saw a spillover right now, we would be in free fall. There are no contingency plans for what to do or how to follow up. There are no contingency plans. Do you hear me? There are none. Uh... Panic, panic, everyone panic. Scientists say the most likely way humans could contract the disease would be to through the consumption of infected venison. Okay. So don't eat zombie deer. I do what I want, all right? Right. I mean, I know. Jack, now I, now listen, I'm going to do it. I, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Because <laughs> God damn it. Listen, no. Like, also, there are no currently known cases of the disease in humans, even though 15,000 infected deer and elk are thought to be eaten each year. Really? People actually, okay. they think that people actually eat this. How do they know that? How do they know how many people are eating infected deer? Source, right. trust me, bro. Right. 
but that doesn't mean the disease may not mutate. Oh, God. The seed is caused by misfolded proteins known as prions. And another prion disease first found in animals evolved into infect humans. <sighs> first mutated case will probably come out of that uh, science facility in Manhattan, Kansas, that they moved out of New York. Mm. Mad cow disease jumped the transmission barrier from animals to humans. During the BSC crisis, BSC was transmitted through contaminated meat or food products to humans and caused a new form of human prion disease called variant Creutzfeldt-Jacob disease, she explained. While Creutzfeldt-Jacob disease is not transmitted person to person by direct contact or airborne spread, scientists believe CWDB could be. Scientists believe they could be. How much money did they give you to say that? To test the theory, Glitch and her team took CWD isolates from infected deer and injected them into humanized mouse models. Those poor mice. The mice subsequently developed CWD. Of course you did. You infect, injected them with it. Right. And were found to shed infectious prions and feces. The implication is that CWD in humans might be contagious and transmit from person to person. <sighs> Mississippi counties, found, including on the Mississippi coast. If it's found in feces, it'll become a uh, problem when it spreads through the uh, gay community. Well, it's mouse feces. And then you just won't hear it's about it's it again. Mouse, it's right. mouse feces. It's coming out. <clears throat> Claiborne County in Mississippi has been tested positive for this. So, uh, I don't even know where that is. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. So zombie deer may be coming to your neighborhood. Oh, that's like 10 hours away from me. Okay. It's the other side. Yeah. So where did you the must, You must eat the forbidden beer, the forbidden deer, Reinhardt. Right. You must do it. I went out so much this deer season, didn't catch a dang thing. And still, every single morning as I'm pulling out of my driveway, there's like four does that pull right, that run right across my road. They Every wait morning, for you. Like they do that. Yeah, they do that to fuck with you. Yeah, of course they do. One even stood up on its hind legs. Come on. Just wanted to fight you on its feet. One v one me, bro. Yeah, it sounded, it sounded like my dad. It was, that's the weird thing. Oh, that was a that was that was a skinwalker, dude. <laughs> Your dad's a skinwalker. Oh God, oh fuck! All right, all right. I wouldn't worry about it. All yeah, right. I wouldn't worry about it. You guys, look at this. Look at this guy. Is that Nyarlathotep? What the hell is that? That's a fake. That's fake. That's what it is. It's fake. Fossil, discovered in 1931, was thought to be an ancient reptile. Now researchers are questioning its true nature. Questioning its true nature, excuse me. Uh, It's just paint, rocks, and a couple of bones. Yeah, it's fake. Wow, who could have predicted this? Yeah, um, us. It's been in books and articles for decades. No one's ever studied it. No one's ever studied it in detail. What? No one's ever really studied, even though it's been on the cover of like science books and shit. But we just never studied it. The dark color isn't preserved genetic material. It's just black paint. Amazing. This fossil is the same contour color of genuine fossil soft tissues. So without the use of diagnostic techniques, it was impossible 
excuse me, to identify the dark colored material properly. Yes, we, we didn't really pay attention is what the basically it. Yeah. More and more of these are probably going to come out to be fake. Um, intriguingly, there were actual bones within the fossil. Mm. It's not the first time a fossil forgery has been uncovered, but Rossi said this particular style of forgery is unusual. The only fossil I'm aware of that was painted over rock is a fossilized crayfish, which was made to look like a giant spider. Oh, Jesus. In this particular case, however, the type of paint wasn't identified, but I feel a carbon-based one similar to what we found in our fossil. Given the lack of records to accompany the fossil, including a description of what was exactly found in 1931, Rossi and her team can't be entirely sure that the forgery was done on purpose. We believe that since some of the wounds are visible, someone tried to expose more of the skeleton, excavating more or less where someone would expect to find the rest of the animal, the proper, lack of proper tools. For preparing the hard rock did not help in the application of the paint in the end was perhaps a way to embellish the final work. That is a lot of assume, assumption there. You know what they say about assuming. Right. Unfortunately, whether all of this is intentional or not, it did mislead many experts to interpret this fossil as exceptionally preserved. Yeah. Uh, the Tridentinosaurus is an example of how science can reveal old secrets and how new questions can arise from them. It will be the task of our museum to process newly gained knowledge and bring it to the public in order to lead, read a scientific and cultural debate. Uh, yeah, our our shit that you thought was real for fucking 70 years. Yeah, it's fake. Sorry. Oops, sorry. Sorry. All right. That's it for the Nationalist Inquiry, guys. Ooh, scratch-off time? Scratch-off time. All right. You got it right hard. This is my, this is my dopamine hit for the day. All right. <laughs> paleontology is a huge week. scam. What did you say, Johnny? I said paleontology is a huge scam. This is, uh, Always has been. Jibba Jabba Jaga says paleontology is a scam. Yeah, well, of course. When they make movies about stuff, you can tell. Like, you can tell it's fake. Yeah. What I've been telling, I've, I've been blowing this intern's mind at work recently. Hey, five goat pills. It's the most I've ever won. Nice. Um, can't even release anything. What? I've been blowing this intern's mind at work talking about, of course, uh, me and my coworker, we talk about just like biblical cosmology and that kind of stuff, Tartaria, whatever. Um, I've got him on uh, uh, Aurelian's channel now, mm-hmm. but we'll just be talking about stuff offhandedly because we, we both know the topics, and he turns over there like, wait, what? What? This is like 23-year-old kid, and uh, we mentioned you know, paleontology and, um, yeah, paleontology and archaeology just being completely faux sciences, created sciences that have just been, you know, serving the agenda ever since their, their creation, and... uh I told him to told the kid to go look up Bone Wars, yeah. and just come back and That's tell me tell me what he thinks about uh, tell me what he thinks about Cope and Marsh. He came back like five days later. It's like, dude, that read like a bad movie plot, right? Because it does, it does. That's intentional. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that is true. That is good. That is good that you're you're, you're red pilling your workers. Be careful though. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't right. even call it red pilling, really. Just telling them dinosaurs dinosaurs were actually dragons or dinosaurs were fake. I mean, like, if you think about it, like, dragons are a lot cooler than dinosaurs. So, like, that's, they are. Why would they be mad? Far cooler than dinosaurs. Yeah. 
Why would anyone be mad about that? I don't know, but I got to I got we got to get out of here you guys. It's quarter after. So. Yeah. Uh, you I know my dad. I got to well, I am on this show. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I got to be up in 7 hours and I'm not even going to bed. I got 6 hours. Hour. I got 6 hours, so. Oosh. Yes. Everybody, good night. Thanks for hanging out with us over on DLive on Pilled and on Odyssey. Um thank you everybody who donated this evening. We appreciate you for reals for reals. Um, no cap no cap yeah um you can you know you can donate further um by emailing me and asking me for the cash app stuff <laughs> if you like, like what you buy our merch yeah, and also buy our merch go buy our merch go to greg arcade's website go to national and ationvl.com and check out our shirts and our hats and go buy them buy them for your friends buy them for your girlfriends they are cool they're nice they're well made all right uh, Eric Heathnet, thank you for hanging out with us tonight, sir. No problem. Thanks for having me. Right on. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Reinhardt and Jack. Uh, Jack, you going to do us an Econormicon for tomorrow? Uh, I I will attempt one for right. tomorrow. All right. But I have some things after work I got to handle. But, uh, you know, yeah. time permitting. Right. Maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about the Necronomicon. Yeah. We're not, not promising anything this week. All right. Yeah. All right. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay. How to use machine against machines. Today began with the ringing of a cargo truck in reverse outside. It was an order I had placed a week back. 1,600 used or refurbished netbooks from the early years of the millennia. It takes us two days to set them up in a warehouse we've rented in Jupiter, Florida. It's a three-minute walk from the shore, specifically chosen for its escape potential. Oddly enough, nothing we have planned is illegal, but legality isn't the basis on which federal agents arrest people. Legal things done too well are often made punishable by government. They are the bitter neighborhood kid you could never play Monopoly with, always getting upset when the others got ahead, always making up rules for how the game's bank operates. With everything plugged in and running, we use preloaded peer-to-peer programs to pull every ten zombie computers back to one primary computer. That makes 160 primaries, all of which control the ten lowers they are assigned to. The day begins again for a second time. On each device, we fire up a number of programs. First, a batch program that mimics the activity of your typical Internet user while running an ad program. This program clicks every single ad it sees, at rapid speed in this case, and each click costs the company money with zero return on investment. Not a single new customer just a bill paid for space used, and what's counted as engagement. This alone, across the 1,600 devices, will cause an estimated dent of $2 million per day, spanning over all involved businesses. After this, we start another program that automates the creation of free storage accounts, and then fills the maximum allowed space with documents titled in federally observed keywords. Inside. The documents contain nothing but innocuous baking recipes. 
it's capable of making and filling both accounts every 30 seconds. On top of this, the contents of each account are then sent to every email on a list of over 3.4 million subscribers, as pulled from public company registries. CEOs, lawyers, real estate agents, financiers, stockbrokers, landlords, intellectuals, professors, branch managers, etc. The subject line of each is also padded with watch list keywords, but contain none of the actual contraband. Whether it's opened or not, the sheer number of notifications handed out becomes a rattling experience. If, for some reason, the recipient chooses to open it, the contents trigger a shutdown sequence on each of the various operating systems, phones, computers, and tablets. Because this is done through a text code error, it falls into the technically legal category. The devices will, on average, take 5 to 10 minutes to fully reboot. When they do, there's a 50% chance that it reboots to the same screen it last showed, causing another shutdown sequence. Again, not illegal. This can brick the device until it must be physically reset by customer service. Much like the aforementioned, another program accomplishes the same task in terms of making and filling storage accounts, but this time loads them with cryptographic, information-dense photos at the highest possible resolution. These two are titled with more trigger words, and each is entirely different, generated by an auto-action with shifting parameters. Also loaded into these is the near-exact scan of a $100 bill, most often used by top counterfeiters, though the portrait is replaced with someone smiling in corpse paint. These, too, are emailed en masse to the subscriber list. These two create-and-load programs, operating in their most efficient form, launch nearly 2 million new accounts per day. Because it's all automated, nobody has to be in the facility for any of this to work. This is true efficiency. Behind all of the main programs is one that correctly automates the work required for those numerous pay-to-survey gift card sites. In theory, it could make up to $10,000 an hour in various payouts. Most of the proceeds go immediately back into the machine. For us, this means more computers, faster internet, increased security, a faster kill switch as well. The remainder is used to pump carefully selected enemy companies and trade options across various platforms. Massive buy orders for shares in devious organizations, like meat replacement companies, biotech research facilities, and metal miners. Another program, aptly named Patel One, uses a scattering of convincing but pre-recorded customer service calls from large companies in automated mass calls made free through shell call forwarding accounts. Hello, who am I speaking with? Hi, yes, I'm with so-and-so service provider calling to inform you that we've charged your card on file with a minor $100 fee for services rendered. You should see it on your next statement. When the call taker inevitably lashes out or questions the charges, the recording waits a moment, then replies with something along the lines of, we understand your frustration, but this is not the correct department for disputed charges. I will forward you to such. 
the line rings for a tone or two, then connects to the actual customer service line of the company in question. Whatever happens from here forward is simply bonus points. The program ensures that the call taker is a customer of said company by way of various public registries. Other unrelated sub-programs and projects include one that has our device's mass-download undersold free programs to dethrone actual top picks. One that simply overloads smaller websites with innocent mass visitors to crash it. One that uses the previously mentioned storage accounts to comment single-sentence anti-government sentiments on every trending video. One that uses every attached computer to vote said comments to the top of the page. One that brute forces millions of generic follow-bot accounts and unfollows everyone it once followed. One that uses light funds to put inflammatory location filters in major cities. One that asks random companies for free samples. One that fills top multiplayer games with bots to intentionally lose matches. One that changes dates by a single day in Wikipedia articles. One that directs thousands of physical spam letters to a special ed camp near Monmouth University. One that ships pallets of free postal service boxes to the postal service. One that schedules appointments at primary care offices but never shows up. One that leaks paid internet content across thousands of forums and websites. One that finds algorithms on social sites and works in direct opposition to them. One that mines cryptocurrencies with a free energy motor. One that scatters credible threats in slant anagrams. The list goes on. All of these are surmounted by Mother Martha, our master stroke program. Using all of the above programs and the millions of data points they collect, we are able to predict huge leaps and dives in specific corners of the stock market. A thousand profit and options placed on spy here... 9,000 profit on a low-weed startup there. It's so close to insider trading that it's not. Either way, the money is laundered squeaky clean through your typical routes. Whatever money we can't get through the pipeline is cleaned by way of an in-house, undisclosed Chinese wholesale arbitrage system. The profits made here are almost exclusively used to keep a crooked and pricey legal team on retainer. We are talking about my lawyer's lawyer and his entire staff. All extra cash, and there tends to be plenty, is pocketed by everyone involved for personal use. Men have to live, have to eat well, have to stay armed. The entire facility is disguised as a generic heating and cooling repair shop. Everything inside is attached to a kill switch for the unlikely moment it gets raided by police. All you have to do is call the suicide hotline on the big green phone. <laughs>